welcome to the Dietitian Dad Podcast. I am Michael Murphy, father of three, registered dietitian, and your dad when it comes to weight loss, nutrition, and health. No quick fixes or easy answers here, just evidence-based advice to help you permanently change your life. Episode number 10. Can't believe we got here already. For this episode, I put a lot of time into it, and I think it's going to be a must-save episode for any of you listening out there that is in a mode of trying to lose weight, either through weight loss surgery or on your own. Both are fine for this episode. You're going to get a lot out of this. My 17 years experience, I've accumulated so much knowledge of what works and what works long-term, not just those quick fixes. We're going to talk about things you must be doing that first year that you start really focusing on permanent weight loss, not just quick fixes. We're looking for those. We're looking for what works long-term and what you must be doing, especially the first year, whether it's the first year after weight loss surgery or the first year when you finally make a permanent commitment to, to hopefully lose weight and keep it off. Okay, I got 15 things to go through, and as if you know my uh, previous podcast, I don't try to make them long. So I go fast and quick. Let's get you the information so you can get on with your lives, okay? The first thing you must do the first year after your surgery is follow up with whatever health professional that you're, you're using to help you lose the weight. If you're having weight loss surgery, follow up with your surgeon a lot. A lot of times, as I work for a weight loss surgery clinic, the, the surgeon will have a dietitian. Follow up with both the surgeon and the dietitian. Don't be one of those people that just has a surgery and comes in for your two-week post-op and then hardly shows up anymore. You may think you have it, but trust me, when you come in for support groups and show up for follow-ups, it just raises the chances of you not only being successful but keeping the weight off. If you aren't having weight loss surgery, I understand you may not be able to afford a, say, a dietitian or some health professional to help you, but at least have somebody in your corner. Preferably someone like me, a dietitian, but okay, if you don't have that, have somebody who's a good friend, have somebody, maybe even your doctor that knows you're on this journey. Follow up with that person, let them know, maybe maybe a good friend who's on the journey with you, but have somebody to be accountable to and to talk to the first year. This is so important, more than you probably think it is. Okay, let's go to number two. Number two, is key it's so well i already said everything was so important before but this is really important as well in fact all these are important so maybe i shouldn't say that over and over again your protein source you need to eat it first it's not that protein is going to be some magical weight loss macronutrient it's that eating the protein first is going to set this table for you to be fuller faster and longer fiber is also key there as well if you can combine fiber with protein, you can go so far with this. And if you get used to eating protein and fiber always first for the rest of your life, make that your mantra, then that weight will stay off. If you have weight loss surgery, obviously you have a smaller stomach, so you will be have it easier, you'll have an easier time doing so. But even if you don't and you still have a normal size stomach, throw down the protein before you even think of touching the carbohydrate on your plate. It's just got to be something you do. And of course, you should know what your protein sources are. If you don't, well, 
you should. But if you don't, let me know and I'll be happy to help you a little bit more. All right, number three. Number three, pre-measure your food and or count your calories. Not forever, but at least until you have that on autopilot. I call it that part of your brain that automatically knows what it's doing because you trained it. You automatically pre-measure your food if you have weight loss surgery, meaning you'll eat a half a cup of food before you even sit down. It'll be measured. If you haven't had weight loss surgery and you're just trying to lose weight, you automatically have a calorie allotment for that eating time. And you know how many calories you are eating a day. Of course, I can help you to determine your calorie needs working with you one-on-one. But if you want an estimate, typically 800 to 1,000 calories if you had weight loss surgery. If you didn't have weight loss surgery and you're trying to lose weight, that's harder to determine here, but you're talking anywhere from 1,400 to 1,800 calories. But again, male versus female and what size you are has a lot to do with those calorie needs. But the point is, be in a calorie deficit. Make sure you're in a calorie deficit, and but don't go too low if you haven't had weight loss surgery. Number four has to do with nuts, seeds, and oils. And why I, why I say that is because those things, especially the olive oils, these are considered healthy foods, but they're very calorically dense foods that can contribute and get in your way, I should say, of getting this weight off. We all know that pizza and wings and, and, and pretzels and chips and ice cream and, and all these things, burgers and fries, are high-calorie foods, and we know when we're eating them, we're eating them because they taste great. So we know to watch how many calories we eat. But when we are eating nuts and seeds and oils and avocado and very, very good fats, we think because they're good for us, we don't have to count the calories. Don't fall into that trap. Enjoy all those foods I just mentioned, but stay within your calorie allotment for the day. That's all you have to do. And that way you can eat pretty much any foods you want. Okay, number five. Number five has to do with your fluid intake. You don't want to drink calories. If you're drinking calories, what are you drinking? most likely you're drinking sugar. If you're drinking a protein shake, that is the one exception you can take, but you have to treat the protein shake like a meal and you still have to count the calories in that protein shake. But if you're talking a Starbucks Frappuccino or a soda or juice, you're drinking sugar. And what is the problem with that? It's easily digestible liquid calories that hardly fill you up and will hurt your weight loss. Push the water, go ahead and have your Mio, M-I-O, your crystal light. If you need flavor, put some fruit infusion in your water. Find coffees and teas, by the way, are fine without added calories. Just consume simple things in life and you won't get get bogged down with liquid calories, which again, will hurt your weight loss short-term and long-term. Okay. Number six may sound like it has to do with only weight loss surgery, but hear me out. Use small plates and utensils. It's strange when people see you eating like an infant, but using small forks and spoons and small plates, whether you have weight loss surgery or not, will slow you down. And we all know when we eat slower, we tend to feel that sense of fullness with by eating less food. And it will usually result in us eating less calories. So again, whether you have a smaller stomach or a normal size stomach, go buy some baby spoons and forks, get rid of the dinner plates unless you have guests over, and just don't use them and just eat out of small containers. I'm telling you it'll work. Now there are exceptions. If you're eating at a restaurant or I don't know, you're having an occasional dinner party, of course you use normal utensils and plates, but for the most part, 
get used to this to miniaturizing everything and it will make a huge difference in your success both short and long term okay number seven number seven is understanding how you feel when it comes to hunger versus fullness or satiety this is crucial i mean we don't do this we just we just eat and we don't really think and if you think about how you feel once you've eaten and you understand what you or your hunger truly feels like then you're not going to be so excited to eat when you don't need to eat if you are if you are in tune with that so there's different ways about you can go about it you can look at the hunger scale on google just google hunger scale you'll see what i'm talking about it'll give you a zero to ten um, scale and different definitions for each number to kind of give you an idea for how you should feel and you never want to be a zero you never want to be a 10 10 means you're way too full and zero means you're way too hungry you want to eat enough food to get you right in the middle between that four and that six area and the more you understand that and the more you're in tune with your feelings it'll really help you subconsciously because you won't have to think about it anymore you'll stop eating even when there's more food on your plate again this takes a lot of work and of course I can help you but work on it yourself and you will see the changes even without the help of like me or someone else in the health professional world number eight number eight is the scale I can't tell you how many times I have to tell a client or a patient to throw away the scale because it just gets in our way if you're trying to lose weight permanently the scale really doesn't matter because this is permanent if you're trying to lose 10 pounds in a week or two weeks for a wedding yeah you're gonna step on the scale but honestly the scale is not your friend and it really is hard to accept that I know you're listening to this and you're gonna go I'm still gonna weigh myself no matter what you say Mike but I promise you if you just stop weighing yourself you're in the journey for years not months not weeks it's a long process that you're gonna lose the weight and if if we have to weigh you to, to figure it out for a few months to see if you're doing everything correctly fine but if you follow my instructions it this is guaranteed weight loss I, I mean 99% guaranteed weight loss I should say just in case um, if you have weight loss surgery you're gonna you're gonna go up and down in your in your first year if you're trying to lose weight on your own you're gonna go two weeks and lose nothing and it's gonna discourage you and if you just don't weigh yourself you it's kind of like ignorance is bliss here if you don't know what you don't know you don't have to worry about thinking it's not working so if you can please somehow get this in your head to stop weighing yourself and I should say the weight isn't all of the measurements. There are size measurements. There's muscle building. There's toning. There's water fluctuations that have nothing to do with the scale. So, um, again, get rid of the scale. You don't need it. Okay, number nine shifts the focus to more of those environmental or personal issues that not really aren't related to the food part of the weight loss journey. And this one's going to be urgency. And this is what I preach. When a person really starts, really dedicates and is ready to dedicate to change permanently you still have to feel that sense of urgency now if you have weight loss surgery even more so because your body is ready to change and that your body learns after a year or two after that so you really have to push yourself the first year but honestly even if you haven't weight, had weight loss surgery and you start to see some weight loss you have to keep going otherwise your body's going to fight you and regain the weight so you still have to feel like each day matters you don't really get a day off you have to work hard every day even if you have life's distractions like who knows what it is uh, um, two jobs or school or whatever it's important enough to make sure you prioritize your health and of course your exercise 
and the weight will come off. And once it does that first year, then you can relax a little bit and you can shift your focus to helping others. But try to make it all about you that first year for sure. Okay, on to number 10. Number 10 kind of goes along with number nine, sense of urgency. Okay, now what do we need to do? We need to get rid of the negative people in our lives. People that do nothing but bring you down. If they're people you're related to, you can't get rid of them, but you can at least cut off the conversations, keep them short. If discussions start steering towards them not supporting you, saying, oh, oh, you're doing that diet. Oh, you had that surgery. I, I don't think you should have done that. I don't think you should do that. Whatever opinion that they have, you need to cut them off and then don't call them as much because you need those people that are going to say, you know what? Good for you. I'm so proud of you for doing that surgery. I'm so proud of you for committing yourself to bettering your health and I'll be here for you, whatever you need. Those people are gold and you need to hold on to them. The other people, keep them at a distance. It's so important you do that. I know it's hard to, but that's it's got to happen. If you do that again, it's going to, it's going to work. It's going to help you long-term. Number 11, be ready to be disappointed because there will be a lot of people who will be showing their true colors to you as you lose the weight. They will change. You will not know who they are because they used to, they're so used to you being, uh, saying yes to them all the time and not saying no and, and being a certain weight. And maybe, maybe they're, they're seeing you better your life where they're kind of staying stagnant and it makes them feel insecure. So prepare yourself for most people changing how they react to you, perhaps even losing some friends, perhaps who knows a lot of things, but if you're ready for it and you just kind of wash yourself of those people, you won't let it get to you and hopefully it won't upset you and you will find new people and you will find those who truly love you and will be with you on the journey and um, it won't get to you as much. So what I'm saying is be ready for that to happen and and be ready for a lot of people to promise that they will help you and then not. They'll promise to go on walks with you. They'll, they'll eat differently around you and they'll do that for a little while, but eventually they're going to go back to their old ways and you just can't let it get to you as well. Just accept they're humans and they may, they may think they're doing the right thing when they promise and they change. And if you don't get too upset with them, then it won't bother you as much. Okay. Number 12 is very important as well as the, these all are, as I keep saying, has to do with mindset changes, also known as habit changes. If you're going to truly beat this, you're going to have to change fundamentally who you are as a person. I know that sounds pretty serious, but meaning your normal day can no longer be your normal day. That defines you. You can't have the same sleeping patterns. You can't have the same patterns when you get off work and come home and make dinner. You have to change because you're, you're so used to being, let's say whatever weight you weigh at a certain, um, behavioral pattern. It's gotta be blown up and changed. Now I can go into specifics here, but there's so many different examples for each individual that it's hard to go into that during this podcast. So if you do have any questions or concerns about what habits you need to change, just reach out to me. Okay. Number 13, um, small thing, maybe not as important, but you're probably going to go on vacation that first year and everybody uses vacation as an excuse to do whatever they want. If you're truly in that mode of weight loss, go on the vacation, but don't change. Meaning keep within your calorie allotment, eat your protein first, 
be very active on the vacation and you can still easily lose weight. So just don't let that vacation or some other kind of random, I don't know, celebration in your, in your first year, maybe even a birthday party derail you from what your goals are. That goes back to that sense of urgency. Okay. Okay. Number 14, we must talk about exercise and I'm just going to include just one of these in the whole world of exercise. And all I'm going to say is that you've got to make sure you are absolutely pushing yourself and exercising hard. It's okay to have a day where you go for a leisurely walk. I'd rather you do that than do nothing. So please don't get disappointed in yourself if you have a bad day or a tired day. But you got to push yourself to to your your limits of your body, whatever weight you weigh or whatever you're, you can do in terms of whatever exercises there are. Just all I ask is that you push yourself and be in a really, really good mindset when you start exercising because we want to burn as many calories as we can every day. And the last one I have for you, number 15, it's simply that you must enjoy the journey. Enjoy the changes. Don't take it for granted that you're about to change your whole life. And I know it sounds, again, drastic to say that, but when you lose this weight, your life will change, of course, for the better. You'll live longer. You're going to feel amazing. And that's fun and exciting, but a lot of my clients and patients tend to not really enjoy until they think they get there. And the journey is really fun. So don't take for granted that journey and that time, that first year, each day. Each day you you work out a little bit harder or you... You meet your goals uh, for calories, um, and and when you notice a victory that you can fit into a seat better, or you can ride a bike longer, all those things, that's part of being alive. Okay, that does it. You just heard my top 15 recommendations to set you on a path to permanent weight loss with or without weight loss surgery. You can do this. Choose your path. Let me know if you have any questions reach out to me. I'm happy to help you and guide you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at dietitian underscore dad while you wait for the next episode to drop. And remember, permanent changes lead to permanent results.